everyone, Blythe Brumley with DigitalDispatch.io here, and I wanted to bring you this little discussion that I had with Lou Casca of AdLeaks at the FreightWaves Sales and Marketing Summit back in January. If you read the episode title, then you know we're talking about TikTok, so allow me to let the summit intro do the actual explaining and not waste any more of your time. See you on the other side. sales and marketing summit. And when it comes to social media, there are so many things to be aware of that learning them all can sort of feel like a part-time job. That's why creators like Luke Koska are chatting with me today, is chatting with me today in order to talk about the landscape of social media to keep it from being so overwhelming. I'm your host, Blythe Brumley, owner of Digital Dispatch and host of Cyberly over on Freight Waves TV. And with Luke Koska, he owns the company called New Normal Media, and he's amassed 250,000 followers. I'm sure it's probably more by this point on his collective social media profile. So he's the perfect person to talk about starting out on social media and then revving that engine up for 2022. So Luke, welcome into the summit. And with a lot of businesses, they are, especially in this industry, they say that they don't need marketing and they don't need to be on social media because all of us provide the same services. But as someone who believes in that brands should focus their genuine focus on their genuine personality, how should brands, especially from the in- industrial landscape, B2B marketing, that sort of thing in freight and logistics, how should they use their personality on social media and, and within their brand? I Yeah, I think that um, social media is really just an extension of how we live as humans. And so there's no reason why we should leave any of ourselves out. And with social media, especially being more authentic, for example, TikTok, um, it's just it breeds authenticity. Like if you try to be fake on there, it doesn't work. And so <clears throat> that's what, that's why I love it so much. Um, and I think you can actually so showcase your personality and if it you know happens to be that you want to sell something or whatever it is, um, showcase yourself and then, you know, subtly kind of hint in like what you do and why people should use your, your service. But yeah, that's pretty much my answer. So mixing your your own personality, I, I think, comes across a lot easier, especially for employees at a company. So if you maybe you're an employee and you're working within an organization, you believe in the power of platforms like TikTok. How should you start experimenting on social media to promote you and your services that you provide? So then that way, maybe you can convince the company that this is something that they should be doing more of. Well, I have a, <clears throat> I actually have a TikTok video that kind of shows this. Whatever you do, don't be that person on TikTok who just sprays and prays and just starts recording and they don't really know exactly what they're recording. Before you start your TikTok or before you start your social media, you know, platform, make sure that you have a goal in mind and then make sure you figure out if you can try to figure out something that people feel like they need to see, need to watch, for example, market updates, um, freight, um, laws and regulations, um, different tips and techniques on how to strap things or whatever it is. Um, make sure you have a goal in mind and then make sure you, you, you post things that people feel like they need. And then, you know, with that in mind, start showcasing your personality. If you're funny, you know, really exemplify that. If you're very knowledgeable, really showcase that. That's how I'd say you would start. 
And, and so when you, so for a lot of these brands, when they first start out, so they, they get super excited, they create their profile and they have so many ideas, but how do you channel those ideas? How do you whittle it down from all the ideas that you want to talk about to something that's going to be valuable for your audience? Is, is that something that, that you can initially figure out or would that be something that would take you some time to figure out? Um, I would say get on TikTok and see what people are doing or get on Instagram, get on Facebook if you're not already on it and see what people in your industry are doing. Um, you know, there is in, in freight, there is a lot of stuff. There is a lot of material that you can cover. I mean, there's a lot that has to do with shipping your truck, whatever it may be. There's a lot of different things. And I think researching and figuring out, uh, what's successful and what people are already doing. Cause there is a lot of people already in um, that sector who are creating content, figure out what's successful, what has, you know, hundreds of thousands of views, who, who are the most successful people and figure it out that way. And then, and then a lot of your work is already done for you. So you're not um, wasting your time. Are there certain platforms that you should be focused? Say if you're consulting a business on, on getting their brand started out on social media platforms, are there one or two that you would say, absolutely, these are the ones that you should be focusing on? Or should you still have a, a little bit of a presence everywhere? It, so that's a great question. And what it comes down to after I saw this question was, it comes down to what your demographic is. Like, who is, who is the person? Who is the persona that you are trying to go after? Are you trying to recruit? truckers. Um, if so, I'm not sure what age they are from, you know, I'm assuming like 18 to 60 something. Um, then it depends on what social media platform you go on. I will say that, um, in order from oldest to youngest demographic, I would say, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and then anywhere in between everyone's kind of using LinkedIn. Um, but I'm in the I'm in the uh, product space, and um, a lot of my demographic is is younger um, people who are buying different types of products, and so TikTok is kind of what I went all in on. Um, but that doesn't mean that you know it's for everybody. Like I would not start a TikTok if I was going after a retirement community because um, they will they won't be on it. So. Yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense, especially from like a recruiting uh, example that you had used earlier. So for a lot of these companies, LinkedIn might not be the best platform to go and try to recruit truck drivers because they're not necessarily on that platform as much as they are with TikTok, with Instagram, YouTube, some of these other more, um, I, I guess, driver-friendly profiles and, and, and where you'll find a lot of these um, th these different accounts that are amassing thousands and thousands of followers. But speaking yeah. of ra ramping things up, as a business owner, you're all, you're out here creating content in addition to managing your business. What advice would you give to other business owners who are looking to do the same, but they're wearing a ton of hats? Yeah, I would say that's a great question. I would say set yourself up for success. Um, don't try to reach a goal. Try to reach a system and then let that system reach your goal. So for me... Um, a lot of what I do is I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of time, especially with two new kids under two years old. I just had one three weeks ago. And so I don't, I have zero time. And so what you need to do and no one should have time because they should be working on, you know, that minimum viable product, the one that actually makes them money. So for creating content, figure out a system and that system for me is having people help me in every step of the process. So 
I have a consultant that I talk with on TikTok who helps me. So I'm not like, you know, just putting my attention in places they don't need to be. And then figuring out like that North star for what TikTok could be for me and then doing everything for that sort of consultant. Then I have someone that helps me edit my videos. Then I have someone, I just have a team of people that I've, you know, created so that all I have to do is hit the record button and then send it off. And so, you know, I, I created a little studio for me to talk, whether maybe that's in your truck, maybe that's in an, in an office, put all these systems together in place get consultation from people because you need that. Um, listen to, you know, freight waves, things like this, um, and then set up those systems. So it'll only take you as long as it takes to record something. No, that that's definitely good advice because from the, the infrastructure standpoint, you need to have these certain processes in place and you can have a rough idea of what those processes look like, but you won't really know how it's going to work for you until you mm -hmm. actually start doing it. And then you can mm -hmm. start to figure out how to piece together that team like you're talking about that can help you just start to execute the content that much faster. So you're still prioritizing yeah. it, but then you're also, you know, getting other people to, to, to help out with that process as well. Yeah. Now, now speaking of TikTok, what do you think that most brands and businesses get wrong when they're first starting out that spray and pray thing they just they just think that hey i want to do a tiktok my friends say that i should do a tiktok um and then they get their phone and they're like hey guys i just started a tiktok that is, don't don't do that one reason is because obviously people won't want to see that they just don't i'm sorry unless you're a celebrity or something um number two is once you start like you have a specific, like you do hashtags and you have a specific like page that TikTok knows about. And they, they obviously know because it's their, their app. Once you start doing something else, TikTok, from what I've experienced and from what I've seen from other creators, TikTok does not like change. They hate it. And so if you try to, like I have a friend who is a fitness influencer and he does all these videos and he was getting, you know, he got up to 8,000 followers and like, two months and he was, he was posting fitness stuff. Then all of a sudden he wanted to do real estate investing. And every, every, every video after that got like less than a hundred views. And so, um, he pretty like TikTok pretty much like kind of shadow banned his account because he changed. So don't spray and pray, set up systems and have an actual goal in mind that, that puts out content that people feel like they need Here's another example of that real quick. Um, there was this guy in Philadelphia and he was a 76ers fan. All he did was post the game schedule every single morning. And he grew his following like you couldn't believe because people felt like they needed to see that. And they don't have to go on the ESPN app and scroll through all this stuff. They can just see, boom, a scroll. Okay, uh, 76ers are playing tonight. They're playing the Celtics at seven. Perfect. I'm, I'm going to watch that. So <clears throat> that that's... That's the main part. People make sure people watch your videos and they watch to the end. And it's something that people need. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that because I, I have two TikTok accounts. I have one for business that I only talk about business things on. And then I have one for personal that I, I don't follow any of the advice that you just gave yeah. about the spray and pray method because I want to have that level of creativity on the personal yeah. account. And then yeah. I'm not necessarily worried about conversions and marketing for, for that one. I just want to mess around and experiment. But on the yeah. business one, I keep it super topical and only marketing and logistics content go yeah. there. So I, I, I love that 
piece of advice because if you start going off on on other tangents, um, then it, you're only confusing the algorithm. And if we've learned anything from these other social media platforms, is that they love their algorithm. They love being able to depend on certain people for certain pieces of information. So stay on yeah. topic. Yes. Um, now. Now, with with social media in general, one of the more successful segments are are truckers. Um, they just dominate on TikTok. They dominate on YouTube, Instagram, pretty much any social media platform they touch turns to gold. So if I'm a company trying to recruit truck drivers, which is a huge issue that has been an issue for the past 10 years, will remain an issue about recruiting and retention of some of the, the, the best drivers within the industry. What are some ways that I can use to leverage platforms like TikTok in order to achieve a goal like record, re- recruiting new drivers or recruiting new employees to my company? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a lot of what I already said is kind of tips on how to make that happen in the in the freight industry. Um, you know, they have, everyone has a, has a camera and it used to not be that way. So every, every truck driver has a camera. Um, and so utilize that, like figure out ways to get people on your team or people that you know of to create videos for you. Um, now what would be inside the video? What would the videos consist of? Um, I would say, go on again, go on TikTok, go on Instagram, Facebook, and research what people are doing. Cause that's given me probably the most insight on what I should be doing in my field. Um, and then <clears throat> TikTok is probably 98% hooks. The first three seconds is the most important part. And so figure out, get inside the mind of people who you could possibly recruit and figuring out, like literally put it down on what they like and what they don't like on a sheet of paper and figuring out what they like and what they don't like. Um, Because once you know your audience, it makes it so much easier. Um, And... just go inside the app um, and and see see what the you know influencers in that in that realm are posting and what's successful and what's not um, TikTok has something called trends which is you probably seen them on Instagram too on reels um, and YouTube shorts um, <clears throat> do trends um, just tr- try to stay on top of it and then it's trends are cool because you can make it like your own niche it's like pretty much I don't know how to explain it, but I don't know if I can have time to explain it, but, um, try trends, um, and figure out com- again, figure out that content that potential recruits feel like they need to follow because then they will know, like, and trust you. If there aren't more eyes on your account, more people will know, like, and trust you. So those are my tips for, for starting an account. Yeah, definitely. Because I, I feel like once you start a new platform or, or once you start a, a, a new account on a new platform like TikTok, you really should start by, and it sounds like what, what you're saying here is you should really start by listening first, finding out who is in your target audience, finding those profiles, and then seeing what works on those profiles. And, and maybe you, you even have a list of, of drivers within your company or, or a list of employees within your company that are already creating content on these platforms. So see what's working for them. And then that will help you 
then create your your own presence on that platform, whether it's your personal page or your business page. Now, 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 Luke, as as we sort of close out this talk, knowing everything that we've talked about, how do you keep it from becoming overwhelming? Because I think that that is the biggest issue for not just creators but businesses as well, and 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 people looking to get started. It feels like it's a part time job in order mm. to get started on social media. So how do you keep it from being overwhelming? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm kind of mass exodus into TikTok. So is it okay if I talk about TikTok? Oh, please. Okay, cool. Um, so I've been through slumps um, where, you know, the views are down and I've felt, you know, started kind of feeling a little bit depressed about what I'm doing and my content ideas weren't coming to me. And it did feel daunting and it felt overwhelming. Um, a lot of people will say post through that. Um, my main advice to making, making TikTok work for you is again, those systems. When you start out, it's not as big of a deal, but you're going to want to implement some systems in sending videos, you know, elsewhere, if you're really serious about it, because if you are serious about it, you need to post two to three times a day. I did that for two months and I gained 30,000 followers. Um, so that is kind of like the secret hacking to like, getting something that is, you know, will actually grow. But I will say, um, figure out those systems on, you know, TikTok lets you do stitches. It lets you do duets. Um, check those out because all it is is kind of a reaction to a video and it takes no time. And um, it's, it's like one of my biggest posts got 150,000 views because I literally just sat there and went like this. And just watched a video of some, you know, Adobe Illustrator thing. And so just continue to use your cell phone and you don't, a TikTok, you don't need to do a lot of editing. So um, anyways, try to, try to see what people are doing out there too, to keep your content fresh and um, you'll keep those ideas flowing. But that would be my advice. I love that. So, so get started by listening first, following the accounts that you want to engage with. And then it sounds like building those processes and then using how to ramp it up to that next level. Then sounds like, you know, you, you really want to focus on using a lot of the, the new tools and, and integrations that the platform already has, because chances are, if the platform is putting out a new tool to their app, they want people using it. They want people to promote it. So it's the best opportunity in order to have a chance at going viral again. So appreciate your perspective again. Everybody, I encourage, highly encourage you to go give Luke a follow. Uh, my name again, once again, is Blythe Bromley with Digital Dispatch, host of Cyberly on Thursdays right here on Freight Waves TV. Stay tuned for more insight from Freight Waves Sales and Marketing Summit. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. And if you did like it, I would love if you could rate and review the show on Apple or Spotify. It'll take you like two minutes of your time, but it helps a ton for a creator like me to be able to show that review like a badge of honor. And it also helps the show get discovered by others. If you'd like to see more of my work, head on over to digitaldispatch.io. I've got some new content collections under the resources tab for folks who are freight brokers, truckers, carriers, freight agents, and also a best of collection for how to fix your website and how to fix your marketing. It's all completely free. And again, that tab is under resources over on the digitaldispatch.io website. 
The website also includes some links to our social media accounts along with my products and services in case any of that is of interest to you. Once again, my name is Blythe Bremley and I thank you for sharing your attention with me today. Until next time, have a magical day.